All right, so chances are in 2012, actually at the end of 2012, you're all sitting there reviewing what's happened in your business over the past year and thinking, how can I make 2013 super awesome? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight with Michelle Moore, who's a local photographer in the Seattle area, but she is... To steal a word from um, Rachel, what's her face? Gosh, this is an awful intro. <laughs> I just forgot her name. She's bananas. She's amazing. This girl just, she does extraordinary work. She's known by everyone. So this is going to be an awesome show. Make sure that you stay tuned for the whole thing. I'm the host of Young Female Entrepreneurs, and you're actually watching our 41st episode. We had a couple little issues starting off, but it's going to be so much better moving forward because we have Michelle Moran, who's a local photographer, like I said. Local is very uh, relative, I guess, because while she may live and do some business in Seattle, the girl is all over the place. So again, we're going to be talking about reviewing 2012. There's a simultaneous YFE chat, so hashtag YFE chat on Twitter that's happening. Um, And so it's going to be interactive, really exciting. You can ask her a lot of different questions uh, throughout the chat. Make sure that you introduce yourself because half of the fun about YFE TV is meeting other young entrepreneurs like yourself. So, but before we get started, I wanted to go ahead and give some shout out thanks to our sponsors. First one, so episode 41 is brought to you by Oval Eye TV. So Oval Eye TV is actually... Um, I'm an owner of it. <laughs> uh, it hosts and produces live video events built to meet your objective. Visit ovalay.tv to request a free 30-minute consultation today to find out more about going live with your brand. And by hitthemicmarketing.com. Hit the Mic Marketing helps rock star entrepreneurs amplify their business. Visit hitthemicmarketing.com to take the stress out of your online marketing. So thank you very much to Hit The Mic Marketing. They are actually Stacy, uh, who's our city coordinator out in Phoenix. Uh, she is, her team is actually on our Twitter handle right now. So if you're talking to at YF Entrepreneur, you're talking to one of Stacy's team members. So much thanks to that firm. Make sure that you check out hitthemicmarketing.com. Uh, so before we bring on Michelle, I have a couple things that I want to make sure that we cover uh, before bringing her on. And the first one is, of course, that uh, YFECon. So a lot of you attended that. That was over the summer or actually in November. Oh, my gosh. Losing my mind sometimes. So it was in November, and we had it was a virtual conference, and we brought on some stellar young female entrepreneurs on for some peer to peer mentorship. And the replays are available. So if you attended the conference, make sure that you log in and check out those videos. And the replays are also available for $10. So if you weren't able to show up live, you can still get the training and all of the stuff that we talked about on the replay videos. So again, tonight's, if you're just tuning in live now, our theme is review. And our guest is Michelle Moore. And her Twitter handle is actually at Moore Photo. So if you want to make sure, actually, Moore, it's M-O-O-R-E, just to make sure that you guys know that. She's over on Twitter, so make sure that you follow her up and check out what she's been tweeting about. Uh, last week we had the theme was persistence with Ashley Taylor. You can see it back behind me. It was a great episode. There was a lot of chat happening and a lot of discussion around the idea of when things go bad, how to keep moving forward because good eventually comes from all of this work. Um, fingers crossed for most people. <laughs> uh, and you can find that replay over on youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com or on YouTube at youtube.com slash YF Entrepreneur. 
or on iTunes in both in both the video and the audio format so you can listen to this while you're at the gym. Uh, so the next couple weeks, there's a couple topics um, that we're going to be talking about that's really cool. The 20th is goal setting. The 27th is change. And then January 3rd, our big push into 2013. Man, we've got some seriously cool guests coming up. I mean, we've been really, really lucky to have amazing people like Michelle on and um, in 2012. But in 2013, our first guest to open it up is the author of The Pumpkin Plan. So The Pumpkin Plan is a book that we read in Kickstart Kitchen's uh, Bootstrap Book Club. And that's a totally free book club that you should all join because what it is is it's a lot of entrepreneurs that are bootstrapping it and we get in there and we discuss different topics in the book. And kickstartkitchen.com are the women behind that. And um, it's our it's our official young female entrepreneur-endorsed book club. And they're going to be uh, interviewing Mike. So... I won't be on here. It'll just be the Kickstart Kitchen ladies and Mike, the uh, Mike Michalowicz, uh, the author of the book. So it's going to be a really fun one. Make sure that you have January 3rd on next week's who's going to be talking about goal setting with us is actually Erin. Erin Anacker, I think is how you pronounce her last name. Uh, she is fabulous. She's one of the most well-connected graphic designers I know out there. She does a, a magazine that's very new. It's called Glimpse Magazine, and she's got some killer graphic designers that she features in it. It's beautifully laid out, of course, being Erin, and so she's going to be talking to us about goal setting, especially like with the creative mindset. I think it'll be really interesting, solopreneur type stuff, um, so it's going to be a great show next week. Uh, so before, again, Michelle's going to come on in just a few minutes, but before we do, I want to make sure that um, we cover a couple things. So the first one is that next week on the YFE blog, I'm going to be introducing you to a couple city coordinators that you haven't met yet. So Seattle's just getting started, so if you're in the Seattle area, we've got two city coordinators that I'm going to be introducing to you next week, and they're fantastic, and you're going to absolutely love them, Christina and Tessa, and I have their photos up there at the... Um, Yep, there's Christina, and then I think Tessa should be following. So make sure that you go to youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com. Nope, that's Stacy. She's in Phoenix. There's Tessa. And then, of course, Stacy, who I was talking about earlier with hitthemike.marketing.com. She's starting up in Phoenix, and she's already got a great group going, and so does the Seattle girls, actually. So make sure you check those out. So last week, we asked you to tout in your, your lessons learned in 2012. Tout.com, of course. It's a 15-second video update service that you can go in and share what's happening via video, kind of like Twitter, but it's with video status updates that you can send to Facebook and Twitter, and it's lots of fun. So... We asked that question of you guys, and these are the responses we got. So thank you so much for touting. Hey, this is Helen here from Reorder. Lesson learned for the year? Time is definitely a teacher, a resource, and an expense. Learn how to deal, and most importantly, value this variable wisely. Wishing you nothing but success. Hi, I'm Carissa with Small Businesses Do It Better, and one of the most important things I learned in 2012 was to ask for things. If you need help with something, if you want to work with somebody, ask, and you will be surprised at the answer by just asking. Hi, it's Marissa from Marissa's Wellbeing and Health. I'm also the YFE City Coordinator for New York City. My biggest lesson learned in 2012 was that I have everything I need to succeed within me. I'm Raven, founder of Miranda Lane Life and Leadership Coaching. In 2012, I've learned the value of community. I've needed support and suggestions as I've built my business, and so I'm very grateful for the women that have helped me along the way. 
Hey, it's Stacey Harris from Hit the Mic Marketing. I want to share my big lesson for 2012, and it was definitely to be myself, to not worry so much about fitting into a mold that I thought I needed to fill, and more about just being me and putting myself out there. So this is for YFE, what have I learned in the last year. I'd say go with your gut. I quit my corporate job to pursue something that I absolutely love. I'm working harder than ever and just really enjoying what I'm doing. I'm Rowan from HowToSingForYourLife.com. The thing that I feel I've learned this year is that action that I took maybe even six months, maybe even 12 months ago, can still come through now. Forgetting about the outcome for a while, because sometimes they do come back to you, but it just takes longer than you think. All right, everyone. So through this entire chat, again, we're on the hashtag YFE chat. I want to make sure that you're touting or you're <laughs> tweeting in your responses to the questions, too. And... Make sure that you ask questions of Michelle because the girl, like I said, is all over the place. So let me read you her bio before we introduce her on. Michelle Moore is a fashion editorial and high school senior portrait photographer working in both Seattle and Los Angeles. She is an internationally respected senior portrait photographer and is highly sought out for her portrait services. Seriously, her portraits are gorgeous. They're like Vogue magazine material. It's amazing. So Michelle loves helping high school seniors reveal their inner and outer beauty during her unique boutique-like portrait experience. In addition, she focuses on bringing awareness to a healthy body image through her fashion and celebrity editorial work. In this capacity, she has collaborated with many local and national magazines on editorial and celebrity assignments. In 2011, she worked again with 90210 television star Jessica Laundis, photographing the cover of her most recent music EP entitled Nothing Like This. Michelle is also growing her commercial photography client basis, including Amazon.com and Report Shoes in 2012. Thank you so much for being on the show, Mich Michelle. Welcome on to YFE TV, the live show. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michelle, I mean, that was a really big bio. And like I said, you are you seem to be all over the place. So my first question that I want to ask you, and again, if you're watching live, make sure that you tweet in or chat in questions for Michelle. But in the book, A Place of Yes, Bethany Frankel, she's one of um, a lot of young entrepreneurs look up to her. She said that all reads all roads lead to Rome. This is a very, it's a popular topic for her. She talks about it a lot. Now, as you review your past experiences, have all roads led to Rome for you? What was your, what was your background and how did it get you to where you are today? Um, well, I actually have not read that book. I didn't know she wrote that book, but, um, I thought that was a really interesting phrase and I'm not sure I entirely agree with it. <laughs> Actually, um, because I, I feel like um, a lot of things that have happened to me in my career have sort of been being at the right place at the right time and meeting the right people at the right time. And I don't necessarily know um, if certain opportunities hadn't presented themselves, if I would still be where I am today. Um, but that isn't to say I wouldn't still be here, just maybe my journey would have been a little bit different. Um, but are you asking me like how I got started at the very, very beginning or kind of how I launched into my senior portrait business? Yeah, tell us a little bit about how you got started because YFE actually did a profile on Michelle um, last year and you talked a little bit about how you were in college and how your majors changed and how you got into, um, how you basically took something that you're passionate about and made it into a career. Um, so yes, about the senior portraits. <laughs> 
<laughs> or from the beginning. <laughs> Let's start from the college experience oh, okay. and go from there. <laughs> um, I, well, I attended the University of Washington in Seattle, and I had done um, a little bit of photography in high school, and take I took a darkroom, a black and white darkroom class, that I, and I totally fell in love with photography as a medium. Um, and then when I went to the University of Washington, I didn't necessarily start out with the intention of being a photographer or making a photographer or being a photographer as a career. Um, so I didn't really do much photography my freshman year. And the, and the reason I got started, um, I had some friends who were in a band and they knew that I was interested in photography and had a camera and they asked me to come to their show and take pictures of them. And that was sort of what I jumped back in with that. And um, in college, I did, I worked with musicians and did a lot of live concerts and and that was like the cool thing to do when you were 19 because you got to go to rock shows and be on stage and, and it was super cool. Um, but I didn't have any direction or idea of what I was still doing yet. Um, and being in the, um, being at UW, I was in the art program and I had a lot of friends that were actors. And so I started doing headshots for a lot of my friends and um, getting all of my friends to model for me and just doing projects for school and things on the side and just doing anything and everything, uh, family portraits for people, random events. Um, I started assisting a wedding photographer in second shooting at weddings and that was how I got into doing weddings. I did weddings for four and a half years um, and through all of this I was trying everything out and shooting anything and then you know I started my business kind of in the midst of all of that. and. Um, and then when you're starting your business, you do anything and everything that pays and the little bits that you get here and there. And, you, and um, it wasn't until 2007 I shot a senior portrait for a friend of a friend. And that was sort of what kickstarted my senior portrait career. Um, I put it up on my blog that I had just started in a year in 2006. And I was noticing that people were Googling senior portraits all the time and coming to my work. And, and it sort of dawned on me, maybe the senior portrait thing is something I should try out since everybody keeps coming and looking for that. And that was sort of what sparked the senior portrait thing. Um, that's kind of how I got started. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I feel like a lot of photographers have a similar, a similar map to how they got going. And um, so I think it's refreshing for a lot of people to hear that, okay, someone as successful as Michelle Moore started off in kind of the the trying to figure out what I'm doing phase too, because it's hard to imagine successful people like that sometimes. So as far as when you're moving into 2012, we're talking about review here, the theme for everyone that's just tuning in live now. Is there any type of review exercise that you do as a creative and looking at, you know, your past work, maybe even, you know, profit margins, all that fun stuff? What type of review exercise do you do at the end of the year? Um, I'm still fine-tuning that. When I first started out, I actually... Um, at least when I first started with my senior portrait business is at the end of the year I created a little document that I think it was like with one of those um, online survey programs like Poll Daddy. I just created a little um, questionnaire that just had some basic questions and I sent it to all of my clients just to get some feedback as to what worked, what they liked, what maybe they, what products I didn't offer that they wanted, what products I that they did like and just 
And that was something I did and really paid a lot of attention to when I was first developing my senior portrait market. And that was really useful to hear directly from my clients what they, you know, what they got out of it. And I think something that I do now that is really important and useful to me is goal planning for the next year. And um, I guess I need to work more on reflecting back on the achievements I've made at the end of each year because I am so focused on what is coming up for me in the future. Right. And so I know that this year um, is a lot of things happen, a lot of really great opportunities and I really feel like I grew leaps and bounds and I think that reviewing this year is going to be especially important to me to see uh, what is working and where I'm going next year because I'm there's a lot of big changes coming up for my business and so um, I definitely think reviewing your business is extremely important especially um, as our community grows with social media I know a lot of photographers or any creative struggle with looking at others and what other people are doing and we don't stop and reflect enough on the successes that we've made as in our own business because those are going to be different than others other people so it's definitely important to review like where you started at the beginning of the year and what has worked for you and creating goals for the new year so that you keep getting to where you want to be. And it's funny that you bring that up because last week we did. We talked a lot about the idea of uh, subscribing to other people's. And actually, um, one of the girls within the YFELA group was talking about that. How many of us uh, subscribe to other people's work or we follow them on Facebook and we look at what they're doing and it somehow gets into our subconscious and affects the way that we create. But as far as looking at our your past year and figuring out what you did, I mean, recently you just did a shoot of um, Coco and Kelly collaboration which was amazing amazing it was just gorgeous and it feels like all of your shoots whether it's the it's a Coco and Kelly or if it's high fashion whatever it is it looks like it should belong in a some form of high fashion magazine it's always gorgeous work so how do you decide um what jobs to take on you know if this if this doesn't fit your style or if this doesn't fit your profile of the client that you want to work with what what goes into deciding what jobs you want to take on that's a great question. Um, and I know that I've said this a lot of in a lot of interviews that I've done and online a lot. It is the biggest thing is putting out the work that you want to get. And so whether it's on your blog or your Facebook page or your portfolio is placing work that you enjoy doing so that more clients that like that kind of work are attracted to hiring you and wanting to get a similar sort of aesthetic. And so um, I think that a lot of the clients are attracted to what I'm putting out there because that's what I like to do and therefore it just, you know, it builds on each other. Um, And the Coco and Kelly shoot was really, really fun and I really enjoyed working with Cassandra and she is someone that I have been trying to reach out to for almost two years so it took that long for me to finally work with her Um, so I think that is a really important thing that I also wanted to touch on especially for people wondering um, how do you get those clients and it's um, you know it's a lot of persistence and you know for every like a hundred emails you send out you might get a hit from one person like you know, it's just 
constantly reaching out to the people that you want to work with as well. And, and that's how that transpired. So sort of both of those things working together. And, um, I, I rarely get in emails anymore about clients that are not what I do because I don't put out work that I don't do. So I don't get like an inquiry for a wedding because I don't shoot them. If I do, I'll refer it to somebody that, you know, I know and trust. Um, and well, so that's kind of how I go from there. <laughs> so on that note, Jules Taggart, who's in the in the chat, is asking, with a product like Senior Portraits, uh, that hopefully only happen once, <laughs> how, how, does, how do you bring in repeat business? With weddings, anniversaries, babies, there seems to be more of a way to keep in touch. So how have you brought in people... Um, repeat business is what she's asking um I guess for well seniors there was no repeat business there because they are graduating one time <laughs> um but I do get you know the younger sister or the friend or um maybe there's I don't really do too many of these anymore but I do, used to do a lot of headshots and so um the way that I would get repeat business is maybe when the client was 15, she was um, doing some acting for theater and I did her headshots and then she would come back to me for her senior portraits. And I think the best way to get a repeat client is to give them an experience that they are not going to get anywhere else. Um, you know, as a photographer, I think beyond your work, you're selling your yourself as a person and it, it's about making your clients feel comfortable. And I think that's like the biggest part, successful part of my business is my personality. And when people meet me, they're instantly comfortable and they have fun at the shoot. And, and that's why word of mouth and, um, you know, getting people to come back and bring their other, like for my parents and getting them to bring their younger daughters back to me is just creating that experience that they just love. <laughs> yeah. So oh, before we get back into some of the wifey questions, Jay Edgar, who's on the chat, asked, with being as successful as you are running and building your business, how do you manage to balance your work and your personal life? What tips could you offer to stay balanced? And I, if, it looks like you do a good job at like having fun and work and separating the two, but that could just be like... Facebook page yeah. <laughs> lies. <laughs> um, hi, John. Um, the the biggest thing for me is that's a, something I really, really struggled with, especially at the beginning of my career and something I'm much better at. And one of them is creating boundaries. Um, I have work hours and email hours. So, so I'm supposed to turn off my computer at five o'clock every night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that doesn't always happen, but I, over the years, I have trained um, my clients to know that I only email between 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, and I have a, I have it listed in the bottom of my email signature. On Friday, I put an auto reply on my email, and I do not reply to emails over the weekend. And I really try to take the weekend to spend time with me, you know, myself and my family. And, um, and so now, so hard, is, <laughs> is the business still waiting for you on Monday? If you don't reply to it over the weekend, have you ever lost work because you don't reply the second you get it on your phone? 
No, and I actually, I, um, I don't get email to my phone anymore. That was the biggest change I made that really helped me with my sanity. Um, I read the four-hour work week, and there was a lot of things I took away from that in, in how to balance personal and business. And um, taking email off my phone has really helped. And so I think the biggest thing is managing your client's expectations. So if you put an auto-reply on your email and it says, I am not going to read this until Monday, they will, they will wait. And if they have an emergency, they can call me and, and I'll call them back. Um, but I don't think that I've lost out on business from sticking to hours because although I'm a freelance photographer, I still am a business and I ha and people have to respect business hours and my personal life. So. No, I think that's a great tip because that's something that comes out a lot is the idea of email and how it takes away from our creativity and how as a business owner, we shouldn't be checking email all day all long or all day long because <laughs> um, I mean, what, what kind of a business are you running then? You're basically just running an email machine. So the next question that I'd ask then is about, um, so let's say that you're a young female entrepreneur and you're just getting started. You've maybe dabbled in photography or in design, graphic design, or maybe even a fashion designer, how do you build up a portfolio? Like you were saying, you were doing the band work and um, your your actor friends who are in college. If someone doesn't have that outlet, how can they build a portfolio and deter determine the direction they want to go into? What advice would you give for them? Um, well, when I first started out, when I was young and 20, I did work all the time and I was always on my email and I'm not saying that um, that was necessarily healthy, but it did kind of catapult me further and quicker because I was constantly trying to get out there and talk to people all the time and, um, and trying to build my client base. Um, but, as, you know, and aside from that, um, I think when you're young and starting out, it's important, no matter what craft you're doing, is to do it all the time. I was shooting every single day. Um, even if it wasn't a client, I was either doing a personal project or putting together something for my portfolio. So if you don't necessarily have the clients that you want yet, it's really important that you invest money, your own money, and your time equity into creating the work that you want to get. So if, for example, there's a commercial client that I want, uh, I might go out and shoot, you know, their product on my own or put together very something very similar so that I could present it to them or put it in my portfolio so that they would see that I've done that work and capable of doing it. And it's something that is along the lines of what they might want to hire me for. And so, um, I think that's like the biggest thing that I've learned over the last eight years and something I didn't know start for at first starting out is that I could go out and do that on my own and create the portfolio work that I needed in my book without having to wait and hope that a client is just going to come and magically find you. That's some great points there. Now, we have Nina Gracie who's on the chat. She's wondering, as someone who's just starting to focus on commercial work, how do you go about conducting meetings with potential commercial clients? Oh, that's a great question. Um, for commercial work, um, since I've been doing my senior portraits for so long, that is something that sustains my business, and commercial work is something that I'm just now trying to jump into more. Um, I think really, for me, the things that have worked the best are finding connections um, and going to 
events or um, places where those commercial client people might be or reaching out to them and just asking to set up a coffee date. Um, I, I have found in my experience, at least since I'm a fashion photographer, is that going to fashion shows or working with the modeling agencies and just meeting all of the people in the industry and getting your name out there and creating a reputation for yourself um, before reaching out to those people so that when someone finally does hear your name, they're like, oh, I've heard of Michelle Moore. She has a great reputation. I might hire her for something. This is something that takes time, lots of time, and going out there and putting in the face, actual physical like face time with people. Um, and, and, you know, if you're reaching out to a potential client, it's, it's, I think it's better if you're like, if you pose to them, Hey, I'd like to meet up and grab coffee. And, and it's not, and instead of like, hi, I'm Michelle Moore and this is my work, hire me. <laughs> you, you know, your clients want those clients, uh, they don't want to feel like you're just trying to get something out of them. They want, they should have something beneficial out of it as well. Uh, I know I was like starting to really ramble. So I hope this is answering your question. Um, there's just a lot of different things that go into it and it all kind of helps you, but I think it's important to, and also, um, you know, you might email like 20 potential clients and never hear back from them. And then six down, six months down the road, you might hear from one person because they saw your work and they kept it in mind, but it wasn't right for that moment. And then six months later, they had a project and they might contact you. And it's just about having a lot of patience and a lot of tact and constantly going after it and constantly putting in the legwork and the FaceTime. No, I think that that's, um, we might not want to hear that. <laughs> it's a lot of work and a lot of patience um, because you always want that easy fix or the magic pill. But it sounds like you being so successful, you still had to put in the work. It didn't just happen overnight. It was a few years that this took for you to build up that clientele. So I think that's a great message to make sure that we're repeating. Um, but before we go, because I know there's more questions. Michelle, will you be joining us for the after party on Twitter? Yes, I will. Awesome. <laughs> so you guys that are watching live, before we let Michelle go, go to Twitter at YFE Chat. We're going to be tweeting over there for the next 30 or so minutes talking about yourselves. We're going to pose questions and you can ask about yourself, but also Michelle's going to be on. So if you have additional questions, make sure that you pop over there so you can ask her. She's, she's going to be dedicating the next 30 minutes to you guys. Uh, so Michelle, where can we find you after this? Because you said you were going to do some new things in 2013. You're evaluating what worked well for you. Are there any like secret projects that you could maybe like give us a little sneak peek into or that type of a thing? Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing is that, um, especially for all of the photographers that might be watching, is I'm doing um, my first real-life in-person photography workshop uh, with Seniorology, and there's four other speakers, and we're going to be in San Diego in April. Um, but aside from that, I'm going. I'm also working on more learning opportunities for for photographers via smaller workshop type learning opportunities basically um i can't really say more than that but there are there are going to be um more things coming out for photographers for learning uh this year i wrote my first ebook it's a downloadable pdf and it's a 65 page um 
PDF that is how to pose and work with teen clients. Wow. Uh, and so that was my first learning tool that I had spent probably two years working on. Um, and so that's like the biggest thing. I'm going to be growing uh, my business and hiring um, for my business to grow it. And uh, I think that's really the the most I can tell you at this point. <laughs> Where can we find you online? Where's your website at? Um, my website is michellemore.com. Um, that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-M-O-O-R-E. Uh, that website will take you to all of my various online portals, my fashion portfolio, my senior portfolio, my blog, and Facebook. And I mostly hang out on Instagram. Uh, and my Instagram is the same as my Twitter. It's more photo. Awesome. I know I love following you on Instagram. It's always fun. You do. If you like to Instagram, she always gives little Instagram tips up there, which is fun. Yeah. And I'm actually writing an article, um, that's coming out in January for, I forget what magazine it is, but I'm writing an article about Instagram. So that will, I'll share that on my blog. Awesome. Awesome. Well, everyone, you've been watching Young Female Entrepreneurs. Huge thank you to Michelle Moore, who was our guest. Very awesome. So, so grateful for her to be on the show. So make sure that you stay tuned for the next 30 minutes for YFE Chat. Jump over to Twitter. Um, Again, the hashtag is YFE Chat. It's over there in the corner right there. Um, <laughs> jump over there and tweet with us for the next 30 minutes. Otherwise, you can catch the, rep- the replays over on YouTube on iTunes or on youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com. I'll see you back here next Thursday with Erin. We're going to be talking about goal setting. This has been Jennifer Dono with Young Female Entrepreneurs Live Show.